Hey guys, welcome back to Quarantine, episode 25. Uh, this is one of the least special episodes of the show because it's the third time I've had on Seth Lawrence, the very first guest of the episode. Uh, so, you know, you guys have heard Seth, but I, I actually I actually love having Seth on the show because not, not even because I think Seth's a great guest, but I feel like I'm my best host when I have Seth on the show. And and by that, I mean, I'm just my funniest. You know, I don't really, I'm not the type of host that's, that's trying to build up the guests as much as I'm trying to get great lines in myself. But this episode's super funny. Uh, the truth is, I didn't even intend to have Seth on for a third time. Um, this episode was originally supposed to be a recording of my second time appearing on his podcast, Disorganized Religion, but for whatever reason, you know, we just we didn't really end up talking about religion very much at all and just decided, fuck it, let's just make it another episode of Quarantine. So that's what we did um, at the beginning of the show. So so we started recording just kind of in, in mid conversation. So just to catch you up with what's happening right at the very top, Seth and I are discussing the episode I recorded a few episodes ago with Maddie Hansen, which has actually proven to be one of my um, I think maybe my most downloaded audience audio episode so at the very beginning of the show we're discussing uh discussing my podcast with maddie hansen and then um and then we jump into talking about other stuff but um really funny episode really fun i always love having seth on the show and uh with that being said uh let's get started looking, looking i'm glad you started recording now <laughs> um yeah. 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 Well, I you think, know, it was it was yeah. probably her compliment of my mustache that inspired me to keep the mustache because it was like it was like uh, I did this and then I was like I was like oh I got to talk to Maddie, you know what if she's like ugh what a creep yeah. Josh is but the truth is the more of a creep I am the more Maddie probably would have been interested. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think you'd need to grow two feet, but. Uh, yeah, that would help. Or into shorter guys. Um, oh, she's just talked about liking Jews before, specifically to. Oh me. yeah. <laughs> God, but I, I don't God. think I don't think Maddie has any interest in me. Um, well, yeah. I think it's like a perverse thing, like in that Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where uh, where that like a Muslim chicken woman was like, "Fuck me, you dirty Jew." <laughs> <laughs> Do them rape, yeah. pillage me like your people have pillaged my people. You're not into tall blondes. Totally am, but uh, <laughs> I'm into I, I I I'm into everything. Like like yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever's into you back, right? Last my last girl I was dating was like, "What do you like?" I'm like, I don't, "All of it." Yeah, anything. Like, like what's my category of porn? Not the first video. <laughs> What what loads? It's the only. It's the only like like. If I have to pick a movie, I am like pretentiously scrolling for hours till I find that perfect. I spend the same amount of time looking for the movie. I could have watched two movies in the amount of time I spent looking for a movie to watch and then watching. Yeah. Uh, Porn. It's like this works. Yeah, (laughs) that's good enough. (laughs) If only I could like watch art. Like uh, I watch uh, commerce. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, if only, if only. I mean, most of us aren't plagued with that, you know, 
high caliber needing to filter through. The, Do you uh, not watch uh, porn? Is porn against your religion? Porn is against the religion. But 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 is that where you draw the line? Is that where you cross over? Draw the line. Is that where you crossed over into like the I other? Have to watch, I have to watch porn. Yeah, no, are you are you, you do you you follow your religion in that sense? Yeah, best I can, you know. Uh back in best high school. Best I can, but you're weak, but you're weak. Certainly, There's, you have you have a weakness. I'm a human and I have seen I have seen the porn, uh all of it. Uh no, I don't know. How different is one video from another? I I don't know. But it's been I, it's been a good while since I've seen porn. I watched this porn the other day yeah. that said um the title was like couple has romantic sex and then like immediately he just started fucking her in the ass and i was like <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like blow and then she started like blowing him after right after he was fucking her in the ass and i was like i was like my girlfriend was never that romantic with me <laughs> i wish the moment it's all romantic right uh, like all the times my girlfriend was like, you're not romantic enough, Josh. And I'm just thinking back to all those times, like all the times I was clearly trying to fuck you in the ass and then have you blow me. So according to this, yeah, very romantic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you can't, it goes to, to a bigger problem. You can't search for porn because no matter what you type in, it'll just be everything. It's like it's like you'll type in like like hot, barely legal, and then but then like a minute later you'll watch you'll look for MILF and like the same video will come up and be like, Yeah, 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 yeah that, that nineteen year old has a kid. Yeah, that's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same. There's no there there's it's impossible to search for anything in porn. Anything unique, you mean? Yeah, just because like 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 they're so determined. It's like this. It's like it's like me posting my podcast, but then like yeah. putting one of the hashtags dogs of Instagram. I just want the dogs of Instagram <laughs> people to watch my podcast, even right. though there's no dogs in the podcast. So I think sure. porn people are doing that, too, because like it'll be like weird, like you'll want like weird cuckold Asian porn. And then like some yeah. just blonde with big tips like ah, cuckold Asian <laughs> maybe they'll watch it. <laughs> uh, they'll get just it. It's throw all those same. hashtags in there. It's all the same. Oh my goodness! It's so specific, and they have to have planned for your specifics so intricately to like ever find anything. Yeah. <laughs> specific I'll take your in, in porn. <laughs> sure, sure. Wink, wink. Uh, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Which wink, nudge, nudge. Wink, wink. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like it's all got to be the same, right? How many, how many, how many precursors to intercourse could there possibly be? That's why, like, all comedians are talking about incest porn now, which I assume well, is the huge thing. I mean, but it's like they're not. But it's also it's not like it's such it's such weak sauce incest porn because it's like stepbrother, <laughs> stepsister nonsense. Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> that's not incest. <laughs> doesn't even count what i would have given to have had a hot stepsister stepmom oh like no yeah. I, I want i mean i don't i don't want to watch this but i but i want if you're gonna call it incest porn make it like yeah. make it legit fucks the shit out of her son oh. ruins, ruins him psychologically for life 
<laughs> I mean, that video's got to be out there where I mean, it shows, you know, sure, the intercourse sure, and then it the, the, flat like 20 years later, he's in a psychologist's office. People talk about it like it's so taboo, but I'm like, it's right. always stepmom fucks her stepson while her stephusband's out of step jam. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man. Awful. Just awful. That's, well, I mean, how uh, how excited are you for the distribution deal? Is it inevitable, or are you in oh, negotiation? Yeah, yeah, of the dock, of the Alu Bell dock. Uh, it's in negotiation. I don't want to talk about it too much. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. It's in negotiations, but it's inevitable. Uh, ha- let me ask you this, then. Have you signed an NDA? Have I signed an NDA? now? All right. NDA. But you're close to that. What? You're close don't- to that. But they can send me his paper. Don't talk about the film you spent five years making. <laughs> well, what are they going to NDA me on? <laughs> well, no. I mean, I don't know if it's like a, you know, don't. Don't tell, uh... don't tell anybody we bought your film. We're embarrassed of it. <laughs> yeah. Or just don't spill it before it's done, you know, before it's no, a done no, deal. Don't, like, yeah, don't don't drop or it. Or don't use our our offer as a way to negotiate better offers. Right. That's mm-hmm. often. Um, well, I've done that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't sign anything. So. Well, then see, then there you go. Now, if I had been their lawyer, I would have had you sign something that was like, Hey, this is, this is it until, until you say no to our deal. Now you you're can't making me question deal. doing a deal with these people that don't have good <laughs> lawyers uh, <laughs> stopping me from uh, fucking them over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you take them, you take them to town. No, it's, 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 it's an exciting That's moment very exciting. that like. Like, I can't wait to sell the film and then throw a party by myself at home that nobody comes and jerk myself (laughs) off to sleep to some softcore incest porn. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Awful. Just awful. Quarantine seems to be doing well, though. How many listeners are you getting now? I, I, I average, I think... I think I'm averaging like 17 downloads per episode oh, and then and then maybe like another 15 views on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I guess. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, anything anything's good at this point, right? I mean, I found out that like you're one of them. Oh, you're like you're one of them. But I appreciate that, Seth. <laughs> I'm happy to do it for you. Not only yeah. but you're also you're also one of my one of my favorite guests because I've you loved it. Me, I, I even talk about in the clip for tomorrow or the one I'm releasing Monday yeah. with uh, Ahmed Al Qadri about how uh, how awesome. I don't care about how the guest does on my show. It's all about <laughs> how I do yeah. Show. No, it's very yeah. apparent. It's very apparent. <laughs> your your descriptions also give that away because it's my not. Yeah, let me see if I can find the one from. Uh... I'll find the one on on Maddie Hansen. Well, just Maddie, from... Maddie kind of cued that up. Of course she did. Well, then, all right, here I'll I'll pick one. I'll pick one at random. Because when I started talking to Maddie, she immediately goes, "There's two stories of yours I love." And yeah. Then, what was I gonna do? Not hear the two stories? The great Maddie Hansen. Yeah. Loves well, the I mean, so so here's, and also here's... just 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 to point to something I was saying earlier. Yeah. She likes the two creepiest stories of mine. <laughs> Of course she does. I like your mustache. <laughs> Tell me those creepy stories I love. <laughs> they are astounding stories, though. That Facebook one 
is by far and away the most heart-wrenching of any of them. It's mortifying, but also, like, how bad? How much could that in, in, uh, fuck it, Anne Hathaway one have just ruined my life had it gotten just a little worse? Yeah, I mean, if you'd talk to anybody about it, you know? Right, right? And, like, yeah. like the, crazy, the craziest part of it, and to the listeners out there, which whoever's podcast this ends up being, yeah, I that don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. To, to whoever's listening out there, you'll have to go watch the episode to hear the full story. But yeah. like, but like, I was just dreaming. I was. It was literally. It was <laughs> like I can't even yeah. explain to you, yeah. like the experience of just being forced awake while right. while you're in REM cycle. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I, I guess it's like the. I guess it's just like without taking Ambien. I entered yeah. an ambient hallucination. Like my body right. just went to sleep, but I just forced myself awake past the point it could stay awake and right. just entered like a complete fantasy world. Yeah. Well, and as a, I mean, I, I never have done drugs or drank alcohol. Uh, and as a kid, I off, I mean, in junior high in particular and end of elementary school, I was curious about like, what would the effects of being high feel like? What would that be? And uh, I went to a friend's house and we stayed up all night one night. This was late in elementary school. All night, pulled an all-nighter, came home and uh, was in this sort of walking, hazy, dreamy state and, you know, fell asleep while my family watched a movie in the afternoon. And my parents, the next day I woke up and my parents were, were like, what did you do at, at, you know, what did you do at, at his house? Did you... I mean, are, did you do drugs? Did you do drugs? So I just thought being high was being sleep deprived. Because <laughs> I, that's what my, anyway. So as I listened to bands and tried to play the bass and guitar in, in high school, I would You're just <laughs> sleep deprive myself sleep. to try to get as creative as this possible. This is amazing. <laughs> it was terrible. All right. So here's, here's one of your descriptions. This is uh, episode 18. Monterey Martinez, fantastic comedian uh, who's been on both of our podcasts now. Uh, so you say this. Today on Quarantine, I have one of my favorite up-and-coming comics, Monterey Martinez. We talk about what creative projects we're working on to keep our minds busy during the lockdown. And I make her fill out the improv stand-up comedy Instagram questionnaire that I tagged her in, but she never completed. Great ep. Check it out. It's, it's just so you-focused. What do you mean? It's, I, it's, I, I, that that one very specifically is about finding out her answers to who her favorite comedians are. I'd say phrased in the way of you know I tagged her in this, she didn't fill it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It. Well, it's all through the prism of my mind. Yeah, I mean, oh man, I know I love it. Quarantine with Monterey Martinez. Well, and, <laughs> and I mean, you're very uh, I think I think you've talked about it on your podcast a few times how this is your open mic outlet. Yeah. Yeah. This is so it, it it's where sense. I like seek my material. It's where I try things out. I feel like I got some hot porn riffs from the beginning of this one. I mean, we did it. You know, we already gave you a couple jokes at the top of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like like you. You could answer this for me because you actually listen to the episodes. Are the episodes any good? Yeah, I enjoy them. Uh, I mean, I talked, you know, your one with Jared. Uh, I mean, you have two Jareds in succession 
and both both i thought were very interesting now well one, de- definitely the jared levin one is just fascinating it is fascinating yeah <laughs> that, that one's fascinating. fascinating um sometimes you know i'll tell you one interesting thing about hosting uh yeah. a podcast that's more like you know just general conversational is um it's always tricky and and both of those episodes specifically i i found myself confronted with how much I wanted to pry into potentially uncomfortable conversations for them. Because uh, they both they both actually, in a way, opened the door to it. Yeah. And then I felt like, you know, I felt pulled in two directions about like not wanting to put them in a position where they've talked about things they then don't want released and are upset at me for forcing them to talk about, but also right. having a good show kind of exploring yeah. uh, the most interesting aspects of what they said. Because yeah. with, with Jared Levin, you have all the things going on with his family right now, which is just yeah. insane and which devastating. I had no idea about, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wild. And also he's living in a closet. he's living in a laundry he's living in a laundry laundry room uh, a laundry closet Um, the worst of all types of closets (laughs) Uh, and then um, probably getting poisoned Uh, most likely and then um, and then with Jared Goldstein complete mind blower when I asked him about whether or not he was in a relationship heading into quarantine he tells me he's never been in a relationship. Yeah, ever. And, and he's, which, which, which he's like, you know, I, I believe he's in his early 30s, at least late 20s. Yeah. And very attractive man. Right. Uh, right. I mean, he's not like he's not like a virgin by any by any stretch. Right. But, um, right. But, but it was still, still... never have been close enough with another human being to say we are together. That's that is a bit heartbreaking. But then he's very, very quickly said not he said it not in a way of like he didn't say it in a way of like, I don't want to talk about this right now. He just said, like, right. you know, it's something I don't normally like talking about. Right. Which so is, then that put me yeah. in the position of like, how much do I want to pry right now? Because he it didn't seem yeah. like he was saying, like, I don't want to talk about this. He yeah. was just saying kind of like, yeah, it's just something yeah. I don't talk about much. Right. Um, right. Which is tough. And it's. You know, I'm, my big question from that episode was, is he, at least from the part you're talking about, is it because he is too insecure or is it because of some other attachment issue? Yeah, you know? I know. And now I, we'll I, never know, Josh, because you failed as a host. Um, but that I, is a tough balance to strike. I think you strike it fairly well, though. I mean, certainly you've never had an Adam Driver moment where they walk off your show. Hmm. So, so far, so good on that count. Adam Driver walked off someone's show? Terry Gross. He walked off Fresh Air. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you not hear about this? This was a few years ago. Uh, Adam Driver famously hates watching himself or hearing himself. So, you know, he's an actor. So I guess most people are like, well, let's just show a clip and let's talk about the clip that you were in. And Adam apparently hates that. Um at least he doesn't want to be in the room while that is playing. So he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to watch it. I guess he's happy talking about a performance or an experience, but he doesn't want to like relive it in that way. And Terry insisted on playing some audio for him. And so he he was like, no, I'm leaving. I'm walking out and and left. 
I believe you can find the clip on YouTube somewhere. I'm sure oh. someone has it. Fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't uh, I don't know if it was as recent as Marriage Story or if it was before that. See, and I, I have the problem on my show where guests I have don't want to watch the clips of me that I play for them. <laughs> well, so I sort of empathize because like I'll have guests on and I'm like, all right, this is a clip of me at the improv. I'm going to play it for you, and then we'll talk about it. You tell me what Rita didn't like about this. Why didn't Rita... (laughs) (laughs) Clearly set of the night. Yeah, I mean, it should have been, right? So I guess I do empathize on a certain level. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Now, after your episode, because I've been wanting... I I was planning on reaching out to Ian Russo to be on, on my podcast... So I don't want to double Ian claims, Ian claims, Ian claims, uh, I spoke to Ian recently. He claims it's not Maddie. Uh, okay. Interesting. But there is a lot. Bets on who it is. Are you going to ask him? Is he going to divulge it on quarantine? I doubt it. I doubt. I doubt he's ever going to. I don't even think he actually, he has a crush on. Well, actually, I actually, I've broken it down. Yeah. He has a crush on a bad comedian who's a terrible person, <laughs> it's very clearly Ian Russo. Yeah. He has it's a crush be. on himself. Yeah. Well, and he has nothing. Let's say it's a real crush on an actual other comedian that is not the rooster or Ian Russo, either of those personas. Let's pretend it's a real legit. He has nothing to gain by divulging who it is. In fact, he has everything to lose. Can I can I uh, actually just take a moment also to to, to let you know this? Yeah. I did um, comedian Matthew Robinson's you know weird alt righty parody podcast <laughs> on Instagram Live the other day. Yeah, and he asked me, and if if this ends up being another episode of Porn Time, on that he asked me how many more times I was going to have you on before <laughs> I had him on. <laughs> And and your answer was what three? Oh well, it might might be at least one more. If this ends up being, I mean, this doesn't really have much to do with religion so far. No, no, not yet, not yet. But um, before before we part, I do want to ask you if your beliefs have changed or how how. But should we do that tomorrow night when we record we do that your tomorrow podcast? Night. Yeah, yeah. I might not release night. this one for a little while. If I, if and that's fine. Um, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, but uh, I'm actually but, doing but, my. First but this has been a good one. Show. This, this has, has been. been fun. I, I always like the ones we do because we I'm both, really yeah. good on them. <laughs> I I'm a great conductor for your creative. You genius. are. You are. You are. Um, it is interesting. I do like. There is a part of me that would like to have more of a like structured podcast where like there is a specific thing that I do talk about. I had my old podcast that I used to have um, mm-hmm. where it was me and my old roommate uh, for like two years. We did it or at least yeah. over a year. Um, every like that was about like what fictional characters we'd have sex with. And even though uh, we'd uh, like jump that, even though that was just a starting point that we'd jump off and like talk about whatever on, I felt yeah. like having that baseline helped maintain a certain a certain baseline quality level to every episode because you at least got this one thing if you came into it you know right. 
So right. it's like it's like with disorganized religion, no matter what, no matter how boring the guest is when it's not me, you at least have <laughs> the baseline of like hearing about their relationship with religion. Yeah. On like blackout pod, you at least have the baseline of hearing the person's most alienating or upsetting uh yeah. like uh substance abuse stories right now um, did you talk about your facebook story with pete on blackout pod uh i don't know if i talked about that i talked about some i get that i mean i'd say that like your my my episode of your podcast and and uh my episode of blackout pod and then i'd say um, this podcast I did called Bad Times Good Stories mm. are probably my three funniest podcast. Also, the social uh, Treehouse Social Club. Those four are oh, the yeah. four best. Um, are my four favorite times I guessed it on someone else's podcast. Oh, like, nice. Where I felt where I felt like I really turned in. Where I really started to believe in myself as a podcast guest. <laughs> well, I'm honored. It was. I um, mean, I really enjoyed our episode. Yeah, but yeah, so I'm trying like, you know, I guess on quarantine, I do talk to people about what's going on with them in, in the quarantine. Yeah, um, that's really about all that it has structure wise. I mean, I really well, and love you and you, your and me. your comedic thoughts, right? That seems to be really the big takeaway from from most of the episodes, yeah. if not all of them. It's interesting. It's like it, it, it definitely a lot like it like determines, you know, it's funny because uh, like you like you were saying how you messaged me about really liking the Jared Goldstein episode. Yeah. And um, and I was just surprised, not because Jared's not a great guest and there weren't really interesting things on it. Yeah. But I'd say that there's uh, they're like I'm not necessarily at my funniest usually when talking to Jared. <laughs> Um, well, and see, that's I'll tell you what I liked about it is it it was at least for me. And I feel like I know you fairly well. It felt like Jared went to a couple places where you talk like you talked about struggling with that balance of how in depth do I go? And it seemed like he hit a few moments where he caught you off guard with a bit of his sincerity. Hmm. Not that you weren't expecting him to be sincere, but just the level at which he responded, you know, he because he comes across as I think most of us are quite distraught about the quarantine. And and I think I don't know, from my perception, just listening to it, what I enjoyed was was that, you know, feel, seeing you caught off guard, you know, like there was the one open mic you you went and I. Uh, and afterward, you you told me like that was one of the best ones I've seen you do because you looked so uh, vulnerable on stage. I told that to you. You told that to me. Which yeah, which yeah. which one was it? It's one of the last ones we did at Burt's, I think. Mm, interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Where I was Big comparing a lot of secular practices like meditation to prayer. Like you basically are doing the same thing. But you're calling it something else, and then well, making fun I, of me. I had a, I had a thought recently. You know, you know the whole the secret. You know the yeah. secret. Yeah. Uh, Manifestation crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, you call it crap. I, 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 I say that <laughs> yeah. all it is is praying for people who don't believe in God. Because yeah. like it's like if you believe in God, you're like, oh God, please give me this thing I want. 
But yeah. if you don't believe in God and use the secret, you just are like, please give me this thing I yeah. want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the secret is whatever God. amorphous <laughs> energy. Give me the right. thing I want. Right. Please. Universe. I, don't, I don't believe in universe. God is stupid, but like a like universal energy. Give me what I want. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's you know, I'm wholeheartedly in that boat. I feel like it's all it's all dumb. Um, I, I like uh, there is. I don't remember the jokes exactly, but uh, in Chappelle's Laugh Factory set, he mm. has a joke about how he threw the secret out right away because he just like pictured like starving children in Africa, like oh, food. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god! I gosh. want a Ferrari. Yeah. Um, well, fun. All right. I'm going to have to go check into uh, my first Zoom show with Flappers. Are you excited for me? Oh, so wait. So was this just going to be a half an hour episode of uh, of um, your... It was going to be about 40, 45 minutes. But uh, you're cutting it short now. Now it's an episode of Quarantine where it's going to have a, a hot 25. Yeah. No, we can keep going. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to check in at 845. I'll check okay. in at eight forty-five. Yeah, we'll say it's a couple more minutes. A couple more. Absolutely. Minutes. No. How, how do you feel like you're holding up though during the quarantine? Are you still looking for a roommate, or has that been sorted? Yeah, uh, I am still looking for a roommate. Jeez. Um, you my other convince, uh, my Jared? other roommates agreed to split the room with me this month. Yeah. So it's really yeah. not that bad. So not too bad. Um, I thought you were going to offer to Jared, come, come live here, get out of the laundry <laughs> space, get out of the laundry room and, uh, he can't afford it. He can't afford it. <laughs> Even though he's overpaying for his, uh, yeah. his closet. Um, <laughs> I'd oh, say, okay. I'd say, how am I holding on? I don't know. You know, honestly, pretty good as much as, as long as I keep myself busy. Yeah. I'm Okay. But like yeah. yesterday, I had a day where I really didn't get much done at all, mm -hmm. and and it wore on me. It wore yeah. on me a little bit because I was like, yeah. um, that's when like my head starts to go to the places of like, how much longer is this going to be? Like, what's the <laughs> point of everything I'm doing? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've had a few of those. Do moments. I just move home? Like, right, um, right. We just call it quits. What would you do if you did not do comedy? Would you just wholeheartedly go into film editing and producing or? Yeah, I mean, I was doing that before there was. Uh, I got to a point where I started liking comedy more, which was shocking to me because I'm, you know, I, my passion for film is. Uh, yeah, is as high as through I think the roof. Yeah. Be. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I think I think a big part of what got me so attracted to comedy um, was the immediacy of the of the response, yeah. because it's like it's like, fuck, I'm like I'm like into year five, essentially, of my doc. And it's still yeah. Yeah. has been released, release. It's like <laughs> yeah. imagine like, all right, year five of this. This is the year the joke yeah. makes it to the stage. Yep. This is when the joke is getting on yeah. stage. But it's about something that happened five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, that's actually an interesting thing that I'm struggling with right now, because one of the things I'm really doing to keep myself uh, creatively fulfilled is that 
my first step, first thing I'm doing is I'm trying to like go through and just do a polish and like legitimate completion on a bunch of scripts I'd written. Uh huh. But I am dealing with the fact that all these scripts are about a pre COVID world. Yeah. And I, I wonder in like what ways any non period scripts I've written, which really none of them, none of them technically are period, but they all kind of exist in an amorphous world. Uh-huh. Um, but still like, like, like the relatability of, of some of it. I mean, yeah. uh, I got really down on some of my scripts after Trump one. I felt like, I felt like a post Trump world, like, like shifted the dynamic of some of the things I'd written. Yeah. Uh, I think you give Trump too much credit in that, in that way. I don't think that's true. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, agree to I disagree. I don't think. I yeah. think that's true. I think he's he's very much affected a lot of things. Yeah, uh, I, 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 psychological. Yeah. It's, it's 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 purely from the sense of psyche because I think that that a big part of filmmaking is hitting on the zeitgeist and sure. uh, I'd say in uh, what was it. I think it was a Norm Macdonald thing that Jeremy told me. Uh-huh. Um, be careful who you make yourself like as a community. Be careful who your audience is. Uh-huh. Like, like if you're going to be uh, Nick Swartzen, you're going to end up like being like a 50 year old frat boy still. Like, yeah. Cause like, yeah. like, that, well, like you have you, to that's, keep... that's what bothered me about, um, Burt Kreischer's most recent special. Because he still's got his shirt off. Well, I mean that's <laughs> fine. I don't care. You know, I wish more. I wish quality in all things. I wish more female comedians would do Me what too. Burt Kreischer is doing. Me too, dude. But uh, uh. he's a dad. You know, he's a dad of you know two adolescent girls, women, and. He's still acting the same way he was when he was, you know, putting out the machine. I am the machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for me, you know, it's just it just doesn't ring quite as uh, relatable. I mean, I'll tell you, like, I don't I don't know. I, I don't want to say anything about Burt Kreischer because I really I love the machine and I haven't bothered to watch anything since. Yeah. Because well, it's, it's like fantastic. hard for me to yeah. imagine that someone whose entire career is predicated around one extremely unique experience they had. Yeah. It's almost like he's almost put himself in the position of being a great movie, but now yeah. having to be multiple sequels to that movie. Sure. But it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, the matrix two is not the matrix. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I, well, I've always just assumed that Burt Kreischer's, acts post the machine are going to yeah. suffer from being sort of a matrix too. Yeah. Well, and the, my, my comment regarding bird is not that he's not talented. It's just not my style of comedic comedic persona. I don't, it's not one that I identify with. Right. But that's not to say he's not popular or not talented, both of which he is clearly. Now at the same time, I would say that like with the nature of the way the world has changed the way in which the 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 world has become so divided heard i wonder slash worry sometimes that some of my scripts will appeal to the people that i really don't want 
to mm. appeal to. Yeah, yeah, on the same token, it's not like I am like dying to get the acceptance of the antithesis of those people either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, well, and I, to some extent, you know, you cannot control who likes what you put out there. No, but at a certain point, I think well, I think a really challenging aspect of the world right now is that is that everyone almost sort of becomes a slave to their following. I think like mm. in in many ways, one of the worst things about Trump is how much of a slave he is to his supporters. Uh, Interesting. I'd say like the thing that bothered me the most about Bernie wasn't Bernie as much as the people who liked him. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. uh, it's, yeah. People, and, and with all of these people, it's not so much the people who like them, and it's not right. so much the people who support them, it's the people who like and support them and make their voice heard. Right, yeah. It's always the most vocal that are the most extreme. Uh, I mean, if we learned anything from the primary, it's that most people aren't on Twitter. No, no, most people have no idea what's going on. <laughs> no idea but who they're supposed comedian, to hate. As a comedian, I feel like we are the most, the least susceptible to the following. To that dilemma you're talking about, I don't feel like comedians have to cater to that as much. It's true. It's interesting. Uh, like I, I jumped back into stand up at probably a moment where like perceived free speech was at its uh, all time high. Or no, where where free speech was at its perceived most impeded, and yeah. I, I've you know I've never felt anything, I've never felt so free to just say whatever on stage. Yeah, um, yeah. I think like the truth is you're you're going to reveal who you are and the things you say and do, and if you're a shitty person, that'll come <laughs> that'll shine I mean, to through. To an extent, but... you don't think comedic persona is different than the person actually on stage. Well, it's like, what's the point of the joke? I, I, I sent a tweet out yesterday, which got no likes, uh, unfairly. It was really because it was bad. It's it was bad tremendous. Tweet. It was a tremendous tweet. Um, <laughs> and I think it could be the type tremendous. of tremendous. It was tremendous. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll read it to you. It was something yeah. that definitely people could be like, people could choose to be like, you're a bad person. Yeah. Uh, well, did you see Harper Rose's this, tweet? No, what was it? Uh, I better read it because I don't want to misquote it and give away myself. Well, here, I'll read uh, you mine because I got it up. Yeah, right. read it, read it, read it. In trying to be more of an ally to women, I've started telling them, you should smile less. You're prettier when you don't smile. But this seems to annoy them too. Women are so confusing. Make up your minds about what you want, ladies. <laughs> and I'm like, clearly... Like you can choose to find that offensive or see through the fact that I'm just making fun of a guy who doesn't understand. Uh, I'm playing the character of a guy who doesn't understand what yeah. they're asking for and takes things too literally. I'm yeah. more making fun of of anti-feminist people than, right. than women, but uh, it's a very widely ignored tweet. And I think largely... <laughs> Clearly, it was too heady for the Twitter crowd. Is but but I... but but my point is like who I am as a person. I think is is still stays true to who I really am, uh, and that if you look into the subtext of what I'm saying, right. I'm not saying something wrong because I don't have you know I don't have the wrong thoughts, and if I am saying something wrong, it's with the acknowledgement that it is yeah. wrong. 
Yeah. All right. Let uh, me in, in this vein, let me read to you Harper Rose's tweet and then I'm gonna have to bounce. So here's Harper Rose. My ex used to always physically assault me. One night he pushed me down oh, a flight of oh, stairs. Oh, oh, I did and when read I crawled for my phone to call the police. He smashed the phone and continued beating me, LOL. Now my current BF won't film Instagram sketches with me. I promise you it's way worse. And uh she clearly got quite a few people hating on her for that tweet. She got people hating on her for that? Yeah, there were a few comments that were like, hey, don't make light of domestic violence. And uh, someone else responded, hey, how about you don't judge other people for the way they're healing and coping? And yeah. one person typed uh, something about like, hey, this is a bad, t you know, I know you're a comedian, is what she said. I know you're a comedian, right? Mm -hmm. The I E N N E. I know, I know she's, you... she's 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 getting there. She's almost a comedian. Uh... <laughs> I know you're a comedian, <laughs> uh, but you know this is an, an it's an inappropriate joke. You shouldn't make light of this thing. And Harper tweeted back. Harper Rose said, "I'm most offended that you called me a comedian." <laughs> uh, yeah, which is great. Um. It's uh, yeah. It was. I mean, is the tweet great? It's fine. I like. I. I think it's I like that tweet. tweet. Anytime yeah, you start it. pushing the forty-six characters, though, uh, I'm constantly. I'm con like like. Uh, it's amazing how much I. How often I see a zero at the end. <laughs> it's it's Like most of my tweets have a zero. Like yeah. I'm in the red until. Yeah, I like how like forces me to get out of the way. Can I just say one last thing? Do you have time yeah. for one last? One uh, last. I, have I told you that I watched the Louis special? No, you did. Oh, good. Yeah. I think I gathered that much from one of your episodes, actually. I I didn't. Uh, I didn't like it. You didn't. I know you liked his leak set more. I liked the leak set more, but I will but, say that my favorite joke in the yeah. Louis special, not having to do. I liked when he talked about what happened with him. I thought that yep. stuff was funny. And sure. the only other bit, the only other bit in the whole thing I liked was the bit about not believing in God. It like really sucks if God yeah. actually does exist. It's like you get there, there he's like, oh, he's got the fucking beard and everything. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> I loved, I loved that joke. So um, here's the one plug I will make for Louis set being better than maybe what you're giving it credit for now. Consider the leaked set as part of his special. It would have been in there had it not been leaked. I'd rather have just seen the evolved version of the leak set. I, but you know, it's but it's also just like weird because I'll, I'll tell you this: um, I like the the leak set might be my favorite of all Louis sets I've heard. Yeah, it was fantastically good. So it's it's like yeah, it's a mix. Honestly, bag. I've always been like. I I've always liked Louis more as the filmmaker. Mm. Um, than I necessarily have as the comic. I've always yeah. found sets have like real great moments and are overall imperfect. Um, yeah. But I thought the leak set was the most raw, free, natural, and truly yeah. like seeing. It was like jazz. Yeah, uh, it was great. It was like great jazz. Yeah. So um, very much so. But also, well, you know, still fuck Louie. Uh, <laughs> I gotta say that, you know, in case yeah, I know you can't go on record as actually it, really in liking case, it. In case any, in case anyone wants to cancel me, if the world returns, yeah. Uh, 
It's a terrible. All right, have a good, have a good flappers Zoom show. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot. Uh, all right, let's meet up uh, tomorrow. Thanks for, and thanks for being on one of our two podcasts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll figure this out. All right, all right. Good talking to you, okay. Seth. You too. Later. Bye.